All right, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to another Chit Chat and Chill. This evening, uh, our panelists are myself, Matito, Santino, Aaron, and Jeff. I refuse to say pork again. Ah, pork. <laughs> pork. Um, and we're, we have some interesting topics to discuss tonight, so I'm excited. First of all, we're going to talk a little bit about um, unemployment benefits and the eviction moratoriums and how that maybe they go together. Hey, Shayla, another panelist joining. Um, so we're also going to talk about Nick Cannon, just, I guess, everything Nick Cannon. Maybe we just see where that conversation goes. And we're going to talk about COVID and Obama's birthday party and these mandatory vaccinations that are starting to happen. So with that, do you guys want to start with the eviction moratorium and that ending? And what does that mean to you guys as far as, you know, I know that we had talked about unemployment benefits and were folks use, misusing their unemployment benefits and not paying their rent. We saw some stories on that. We also saw some stories of folks, you know, with the eviction moratorium ending who are just going to end up homeless most likely. So, so I, I'd like to start off with that. I, my struggle from the articles I read is trying to understand so i get those people who do like uber and doordash stuff like that people who that might be their main source of income having issues with unemployment but for people who were in corporate worlds and they were um a regular not nine to five but nine to five steady employment i don't understand why you wouldn't be able to still pay your bills because myself being on unemployment for eight months my unemployment was always a little bit extra than what i would have got in a regular my regular salary not to mention you know stimulus and things of that nature so i i would be interested in somebody interested in somebody's perspective in that that is going through eviction what what happened I I did read a few articles that from that point of view was trying to understand what exactly people are going through. I think some people who that I read about were self-employed, so maybe they owned a restaurant or something like that. Um, and then also I saw folks who were like living with their and taking care of elderly or like um, disabled kids. And so I don't, for some reason they didn't, uh, qualify for unemployment. So they weren't getting unemployment benefits. So, and then I know that they were took advantage of then the, uh, eviction thing where they couldn't get evicted as far as like, like you said, corporate America and, and folks who could work. I, I couldn't tell you why they're not paying their stuff, but I do know there was a lot going on with, um, to your point, people were getting stimulus checks, right. And people were getting, like the child tax credit just kicked in. So hopefully that started to help folks. But also I know child care was an issue for people, for essential workers. So if there was no child care in the beginning of the pandemic, people had to stay home or quit their jobs. So I know that put some people behind, um, not to the point where they couldn't catch up necessarily, but I know that that was part of what put some people behind. I mean, you know, it, it, it's be, be, it's because of the it's because of the government benefit. Let's just call it for what it is. It's because of the it's because there's a law that said that you don't have to pay it. 
I mean, they were just, I just saw an article recently talking about how, what was it, like one or 2% of student loan, um, student loan borrowers are repaying back for student loans right now. Even though there's like, you know, it's, you, you know, now's the time, right? It's not accumulating any interest. Like you could, you could pay down that balance, but no one's doing it. I mean, hell, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it either. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's just, it, it's just the nature of the beast whenever you have these, these, these government like programs, you know, That's the I, mean, re, I mean, look at that re, recently, like, no, their, their, their response to battling inflation is to do a permanent increase what a 20 i think it was a 25 percent increase in federal uh food stamp benefits so i i don't know don't quote me on the 25 percent. i just know that it's a new permanent increase in in federal welfare um federal food stamps now cool i get i get like if people need that i get that i you know and with inflation you know i understand the logic behind that but people that are not on like welfare food stamps well your 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 dollar just went your dollar is worth like whatever percentage that that went up like your dollar is worth that much less because the 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 you know over time the 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 prices are just going to move move up to match that uh you know that that uh that increase in the benefit mm-hmm. yeah i think anytime you know? government benefits and, are increasing it's something to squint about just because are people going to become dependent on them? And you don't know how long, I mean, obviously a pandemic, I'm all, we're always saying the pandemic is unprecedented. How do you decide what government programs are needed and what's not and what's more important to some and not others? I just feel like that's tricky. It's tricky to know how the, you know, the eviction thing is, is going to hurt or help people. I don't know. Cause I get the landlords. Well, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt landlords. I know that was well, been hurting landlords. <laughs> yeah. It's been hurting and landlords. Actually, I feel like people think that landlords are these rich people, but some. I mean, you might own one or two buildings, and you just so happen to, um, you know, have two two spaces that you rent, and you haven't been collecting rent for a year. What do, what do they do? I'm sorry. So Tito and then uh, Jeff. Yeah. Well, I was actually gonna make that point. Um, Somehow it turned from not be, having to pay your mortgage to not being evicted. And what to your point, you have owners who, and this isn't just um, residential, this is commercial, who haven't been collecting their, their rent money. <clears throat> um, a lot of people rely on that to pay their own mortgages because they'll use some of that money to pay for itself and then it allows them to be stable. And I don't, I don't know the whole eviction thing, <clears throat> just blanketing it like that never really made sense to me because there's going to be people who take advantage of things. And I think that was just a way to stop the courts from having to um, be open. Really, that's that would be my opinion. Maybe, yeah. Jeff? All right, so I'm going to be, I guess, uh, the bad guy right now because, uh, you know, when the pandemic first started, my wife got laid off. We didn't we don't miss the mortgage payments. That just doesn't happen. Um, you know, I'm a. I'll do what I got to do to go out and make the money to make sure that this house is paid for because it's a roof over my head. A lot of people did get um, unemployment, um, did have the benefit of not paying their rent for all these months, and they went shopping instead of um, 
you know, either putting the money to side or paying their their rent um, because they don't see the other side. They don't see the the owner of the building that has to uh, has to pay for um, for their property. Um, they don't care. Uh, so I don't think the landlord should care that they don't have the rent money now. That's just my opinion. Um, but the uh, <clears throat> as far as the landlord side of it, working in the mortgage industry, most of these dudes got the uh, the um, forbearance on their property or the uh, the deferral. Um, so they didn't pay. They wasn't paying for their mortgage or, uh, you know, for their property anyway. So everybody kind of made out um, in this uh, in this whole situation. And if you're if you put yourself in a bad position while you were gaining an income, I can't feel bad for you. You know, the number one that's got to get paid is the place where you live. Yeah. And I know that that, like you said, people were able to defer their mortgage at the same time that their renters were not paying them. But I don't know if those were always aligned. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? I think mm -hmm. that's the problem. But again, we, we don't know. We're speculating. Go ahead. Tim. Right. Yeah. I don't think they were because people just stopped paying rent because they knew they couldn't get evicted. So they have these bills building up until until that other mandate or whatever it was considered a executive order kicked in they still mm -hmm. owe that money like I, I a lot of landlords a lot of bad decisions made and i unfortunately that's what happens when you give people stuff whether it's money whether yeah. it's whatever this yeah. you got to remember they were getting ppp loans too they were getting ppp landlords were getting ppp Ooh. loans they were getting a whole lot of money um from the government as well um to pay these and they weren't well, I just learned a lot about that PPP loan. Uh, a lot of people are going to owe a lot oh, of money. Yes. Or go to jail. Game. To they jail. changed the rules a few months in. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I personally know of a situation where there was a lot of money borrowed. It was supposed to be forgiven, and it is not. Mm -hmm. So that person still owes half. Mm -hmm. and you went in thinking, oh, it's for it's forgiven. I, I can upgrade whatever you want to do, and it's not forgiven. Mm -hmm. You're going to owe money. So there's a lot of people who are going to go out of business. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's going to be really bad because the government were, the government does. They just change the rules mid game. Yep. And there were also those ten thousand dollars small business loans where people were like, oh, I have a small business and just took the yep. money yep. and was they, out they back. eating out crab legs and stuff. You're like, what are you doing? Like, is this yep. really? And then you're TikToking it. So it, you have the, all the yep. evidence that the IRS needs to show that you got and this. They're problem. coming for everybody as soon as this is it all makes, over. It makes sense. Every, every uh, gig worker that I know went out and got that money. Every gig worker that I know, with the exception of my wife, every gig worker I know went out and got that money. Well, here's because, the word, you know, my wife does. Oh, yeah, she, she, my wife works. She's a, she does gig work after she gets off of a regular job um so you know she made just doing gig work you know shopping for people she made an extra thirty thousand dollars last year last year Damn. during the pandemic we made more money <laughs> we made more money than we normally make because the money was out there you just had to go get it and that's why i don't feel bad for a lot of people because they didn't choose to go get it they chose to sit at home or they got the stimmies and they spent it mm -hmm. on restaurants and you yeah. know, people were joking yeah. about it. It was literally a joke. Like they were not yeah. using that money for what they how should. How many people went in, how many people went and got cars just to park them in front of their house? 
Yeah. Man. <laughs> Man. Well, here's the worst part about that PPP thing. It's due 24 months from when you whenever you got your payment. So these there are people who may have gotten it last March, April. It's coming up yep. very soon, and you're gonna owe ten thousand, nine thousand, yep. five thousand, twenty thousand. And if they haven't even looked into it yet, it's gonna hit them like a brick wall. That's gonna that's gonna end very, very, very badly. As, as Kevin they said, just offered my wife nine grand, and she said no. Because they sent her a life. thing saying, hey, we can give you nine grand. You just got to apply for it. My wife was like, mm, you ain't going to catch me up like that. <laughs> so, Erin, are we off topic? Was there something specific that you wanted to talk about for on the um, evictions? I know you had said that you're curious on other folks' point of view, but what do you think based on what we've said so far? So I'm trying to be cautious as to not generalize, you know, because I have most of the people around me i have i know they were blessed to survive this and keep up with their rent so i i don't personally know anybody struggling towards eviction um but like you said i see all the articles about it um and like they said like you know it's money out there it's, it's been money out there so you know i know child care was an issue um but for those i guess we would just need someone who could answer because but with child care being an issue for so many people being out of work, was there no one who could help you in that situation and babysit for you and keep your kids so you could keep working? Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. Um, yeah, it looks like 14% of renters, 11 million people, oh, and about 16% of U.S. households are behind on their rent, which has doubled since before the pandemic. A lot of it is in the southeast of the country. Mississippi, oh, Georgia, South Carolina, um, and a lot of folks of color. It's right. I think folks of color the most. Um, so yeah, with these moratoriums ending, a lot of people are just gonna start evicting. It start this article that I'm reading on CBS News was talking about how a lot of landlords don't even want um, their money back. They just want people out so yeah, that wow. they can start leasing. They're not going to fight in court to get money that you might not have. They just want them out so that they can lease. Well, they they, they know exactly what the people that they're renting to have. Right. And they got their application. So they know they're not getting their money back. They're not getting their money. And those are probably the ones who are like, I don't care. I just want them gone. Right. So here uh, in the States with the just two things with the child care, um, I'm going to say we were kind of blessed that our children's school, even though they did, uh, they were working from home, they paid someone to cut like anybody that we chose. So we had a friend that was working from home. So she got paid from her regular job to sit at my house to do her work from my house while she was getting paid from my kids school to sit here with my kids um, for their school. Um, I know there's not I don't know of any other schools in the area that did that. Uh, but that was a, a, a blessing to us um, as far as like in California with uh, landlords wanting people out. They're doing some crazy stuff now. So not knowing that the moratorium is is uh, is done now, they're sending people. Uh, OK, your lease is up. So now your rent's up six hundred dollars more per month. So even the people who are current, they're making them have to move. 
because there's so little inventory for people to live in here. People are, are literally paying motels to stay in motels on a monthly basis to because they don't have a we don't have a place for them to, to rent an apartment out here. So the landlords have been waiting for this moratorium to go. So all these people can live, you know, they can they have lines of people, you know, ready to move in. And the other thing they're doing is if your credit's not right, like if you got if your credit is below 650, you can forget about renting a place out here. Wow. And you're in California. That's what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. That's crazy. That sounds super stressful. But also <laughs> in California, you can squat for two days and then you already have rights of a regular tenant. Yep. So oh. you can drag out a you can drag out a, a lease an extra yep. six, seven months just through that. Yep. I, will I never learned that by working there. You have to give them a warning, you have to offer them counseling, you have to offer them other uh, options as far as moving and then you can start the eviction process it's absurd in california come me for you guys too many of those too many of those weird things like that <laughs> they could do that in your backyard and you can't yeah. kick them out can't kick them i out. mean i mean aren't, aren't they coming after bacon next another thing bacon um, yeah. oh yeah they're trying to they're trying to outlaw bacon out here Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If, if if a food company Matito, doesn't I'm coming, I'm moving. If a food company does a few, uh, uh, like if they don't, <laughs> I'm done. If like if like a livestock company doesn't like meet certain thresholds for like, I don't know, like, like uh, humane treatment. I guess I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is, but they don't meet those things. They can't sell um, the meat into California, and they like apparently they're like less than one percent of like pig farms will be able to meet these standards <laughs> so Do I even want bacon after dollars a pound right that? now <sighs> i mean i've been eating i mean we all eat pork all the time it's just fine yeah, yeah i guess that's true <laughs> but still that's, that's oh just just real quick i went and i i went and i looked and um that food stamp thing I was talking about, mm -hmm. it will jump 27% above pre-pandemic levels on average starting in October. So 27%. Wow. Um, and that's according to CNN. You know, I even I even used the enemy's um uh news, Fake news. Uh, outlet. <laughs> the enemies. <laughs> okay, well, anything else on that topic? Uh, hopefully, folks nah, are I love, I love pork, man. I mean, clearly, a porker will not stand for this. <laughs> I love pork. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Bubba from Forrest Gump, but with pork. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. So, then, next up, <laughs> Nick Cannon. So I Everybody, know baby daddy. I know that his name brings up lots of things in our heads, but recently he's in the news for his polyamorous, hopefully I'm saying that right, polyamorous lifestyle where he has like, let me look it up. I think he has six kids or seven kids with five women. I'm just guessing now. He has like six or seven kids with, let's say, five women. Um, he has four kids like this year. Um, that were born. The women all know about each other. This is not something that he's hiding or like ashamed about. And 
we could just probably start there. I know we have some very specific questions around how are these kids going to even grow up and is this worth this lifestyle? But maybe we just start with, are you guys, what do you guys think of a polyamorous so, lifestyle? Yes, let me start. It first, <laughs> it's, it's not polyamorous. He's being Johnny Appleseed. Mm-hmm. Like his intention is like, he, he said it, like he had a conversation with these women. They have an understanding. So he's not dating them. Like he's sleeping with them mm-hmm. and they agree on this baby situation. My issue with that is yes, he can financially support these children, but there's an emotional aspect and being present that, yeah, I think he actually has like eight children. Okay. Um, and how are you going to be present unless you literally all live in the same house and they all go to the same school? What about recitals and sports and graduations? You can't literally can't be at all of them. Mm-hmm. And then you have to work because you get you need to get the money to continue to support them. So where's the time you spend? How do you choose? And, and and that's the thing. Just because you can, does it always mean you have to? Should you? Mm-hmm. Um, right. And see, to Shayla's point, it says after his diagnosis, he decided to have as many kids as he could. Once again, is that fair? If you know, if you only think I got a solid 10 years left, you procreating as much as you can, what are you emotionally doing to those kids that don't get you for a whole lifetime you know there are some people who can't like but it's one thing to know you know i got a good 30 years but 10 assuming it's something that dramatic what about the rest of their life they won't know you they won't be able to make those memories with you yeah and the women are okay with it too so i felt like this is not a one-sided thing the women are agreeing to it and so so go ahead tito but them agreeing to it doesn't make it any less selfish because mm-hmm. to her point, you have these kids growing up without a father. Uh, if he is gone in two years, or even if he is there, the availability, especially for black males in a, in, in a time where we're over 75% single parent homes, you're, you're, you're adding to the problem. You're not helping. I don't care how wealthy those kids are. Wealth does not determine people's behaviors. We see that over and over with millionaires who are drug addicts and, and just self-destructive, living chaotic lives. It's a big contributing factor, but when you're in a situation where you have no direction, you have no father, that's that's what he's doing is poison. I don't care who who agrees with him. They're just as selfish as him. Just because he can fund it, they think it's a good idea because now they're taken care of for life. Right. But those kids no. have to grow up and live and become men. Or, or or women um, that can't be replaced. And he's an idiot. <laughs> but are they taken care of? Like I know. Financially, but no, in no other way. But if he, I, I didn't even know about his diagnosis. I just Googled that and realized he had lupus. But like, so if his income stops and I'm sure he's accumulated a good amount well, of money at some money, point, yeah. I mean, with eight kids across all these families, I mean, either way, you're going to have money issues. Now you're not even here to like figure it out. Hopefully he puts something in writing so that each kid knows what they get. And uh, that could be a disaster too, but that's a whole different chit chat. But yeah, I feel like, yeah, I agree with you guys. I don't have anything different to say. I'm not all for this 
Well, okay, maybe it's not polyamorous because he's not actually dating them, but I was just watching a freaking uh, Say Yes to the Dress, and it was like two chicks and a dude getting married. I was like, this is on Say Yes to the Dress now? Like, maybe because they're getting two dresses and they were just- Wait, it was like two, brand, two, but... two, 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 two women marrying the same dude? They were all marrying each other, Santino. <laughs> All that, so I don't is that legal? That. All that's fine until you start bringing kids into it who have to grow up in in an atmosphere that's for them. They have to explain or they have to cope with. And, and I, I, I felt like it's when I was bad. watching the episode, I felt like they were going to run into issues if they met an if one of them met another person they wanted to bring into their relationship because they made it seem like. He met a girl, and then they met her together, and then they all fell in love with each other. What if it keeps happening where he keeps meeting girls, and now, like, it's not always going to work out and gel But they're out. all adults. They can screw up their own lives. When you bring kids into it, that's where I have a, a real a real problem. Well, I'm sure they're going to Nobody cares. I, I could care less. But as soon as you have a kid, you've got to come up, and either they don't have a parent or they have all these other parents. They're, that's not... That's that's not balanced. I'm sure they're gonna have kids. They didn't say they were. It's just like that reminds me of Sister Wives. I don't know if y'all are familiar with that. It's uh, it was an older reality show where the guy had four or five wives. Like he was legally married to one woman, um, but then he had four four or five other wives. Um, I think it was on TLC too. Okay. Um, but you know, on the show, it started out really great. they ran into legal some legal issues uh so i think they started off in like utah um but mm-hmm. it, that wasn't legal obviously uh so they kind of got ran out of their home but saying all that to say years later like yeah now some of these women are like i think i made a mistake and you know they had one of the wives got caught she was in a catfishing situation uh what a person that she thought she was online dating wasn't it um and you know it's, it was another relationship where like they're not intimate anymore and he lives they all at first i think they all either lived in one house together on the same property and now they kind of like in the same vicinity so yeah they like his time is not available um so he can't be there as much and he's in this house this month i think he was house hump- house hopping from like month to month with kids in each house, like yeah. Oh my gosh! So again, he was even trying to live with all his damn kids and couldn't even figure it out. And Nick Cannon is not even trying to live with the kids; they're just yeah, spread and see wherever the hell he goes. And for those women, the women aspect to the Nick Cannon thing, it's like you you can um, you hear other stereotypes of these athletes and rappers having these baby mamas on the side. Well, now they're in these relationships where we agreed upon it i agreed to let allow you to make me a single mother there was no surprise nobody got uh trapped and yeah some of these people like oh me having a baby by you is a cute thing which but and, you know, yeah, yeah. Wait, we're not wait, we're not fighting wait, that life wait till right. wait till right. that guy wait till that guy leaves in the state and let's Let's, mm-hmm. I want to see that reality show. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just looked yeah. up his his net worth. Supposedly, is thirty million. Um, depending on how many kids he has, that's not that's not a lot of money. It's not. It really it's not enough. To, 
It's not enough for them all to make not it through for their all lives. these different moms to support their kids. It's... Yeah, exactly. They're gonna have to work. So whatever. That... <laughs> well, Shayla, be... he makes all the maternity shoots hilarious. Well, to be fair, <laughs> two of his his oldest two are with Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. so he really don't have to count them because oh, they true. mama they mama got yeah, them. Good. <laughs> yeah, <But still. laughs> they, they good. They good. Facts. It, but see, that's a whole other issue. Just because the mom can afford to take care of them, they shouldn't be not Jeez, hot mess. I was, what was I about to say? Oh, that we're not fighting for our families anymore. Like you said, now we have yes. it. Now we have it to the point where single women are agreeing not to be married, to have your child, and that's. It. We're not even aspiring to marriage or anything stable for these kids in our community. And I feel like that's really sad. Ugh. That is a whole nother other dis- conversation on a breakdown of family. And- we can talk about it because that's what this is. It's the result of all of that. Jeff, go ahead. Sorry. I you Before had- y'all had that serious conversation, I'm, you know, <laughs> I ain't mad at Nick Cannon for trying to figure out what he's good at so uh he can't act he's not funny he can't rap he can't sing but he can create a lot of babies so he found something he was good at i'm just saying he found something he was good at you know give him his props for finding something he was good at he didn't quit people <laughs> apparently like that wild and out show it's apparently very popular his, his, his thing is every time he takes a class and goes to school, <laughs> he learns something. What happened? What happened? Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, every time he goes to school, he learns something, and he he's so eager to share because he's he's not smart. Like the anti-Semitic things that got him fired from his from uh yeah. from his America's uh, Got Talent. He he learned something and thought he was educating somebody else who was stupid. And they're sitting there doing this, and they got him fired. Now he learned, hey, I might be able to get away with banging as many chicks as possible and with no repercussions as long as I get them to agree. But you're ruining lives with your stupidity. That's I I can't get past the kids' aspect of all this. It's terrible. terrible. Yeah. And I feel like it's reversed on the message. We just were trying to get people to understand the importance of STDs and wrapping it mm-hmm. up. And now I was like, well, he out here just raw dogging everybody. It can't be that bad. Yep. He's yes. shooting up everybody's club. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> not okay. Okay. Anything else about Nick Cannon? Or, I mean, like you said, that's another chit chat, the topic of the breakdown of the family. We could definitely come back to that one. That's a forever topic. Um, and we've probably yeah. touched on it a few times. Yeah. Did I mention <laughs> he was a terrible rapper? Hey, he does have a hot track record. He's dated, I don't get it, but he's dated some tens. It's because of Drumline. <laughs> what was the, that was horrible. That was a terrible Devin Miles getting him everything. Yeah, gosh, I'll tell you, like, you didn't go watch, I saw that movie in the theater, guys. I have to admit that. I was at, I was at that age, guys. I was at that Who age. was in that movie with him? I don't even remember the chick. Zoe, uh, was there Zoe? Zodano. Uh, Zodano, yeah. It was her. Oh, was yeah. it? She was, she was his girlfriend in the, in the movie. Man, you know what? I think you're totally right, dude. 
Was it her? You're yeah. confirming it? I yeah, don't know. Totally was Zoe Saldana. That's hilarious. I don't remember. I'm just sitting here like his movies are horrible. I can't like thinking about that movie makes me want to punch somebody because Dude, I just think Pablo, Pablo was stupid in face. Him, him <laughs> and Christina Milian stunk up Can't Buy Me Love, you know. Uh, so, I forgot about Christina yeah. Milian. Oh, God. Well, he married my... So I'm always going to hate Nick Cannon because he married my favorite singer and ruined my life. So I love Mariah Carey and I just couldn't understand it. Broke my heart into pieces. I eventually got over it. Thank goodness they got a divorce. Not for the kids. I love the kids. But, you know, it just hurt me. So deeply, couldn't handle it. Yeah. Here's the Mariah Carey fans thought they were having another Whitney Bobby situation. It wasn't no, no. Yeah. Bobby yeah, had like, like ruin her life. Bobby, Bobby at least had street cred and something about him that I was like, okay, maybe. And <laughs> it was just like that. Crackhead. That, that, no, I'm not saying before the crack. Before the crack. Man, that, man that's true. Oh. He, he, he was a come up from the first husband. Yeah. Bobby at least had some, some hit records, right? He had oh, hit records yeah. and appeal. Nick Cannon was just like <laughs> drumline. That was it. How did it ruin your life? I don't understand that. LaShawn just asked that. Because Mariah <laughs> Carey sucks now. Be, no, that's not. <laughs> because she was my people, like that was my music growing up. So it just broke my heart to pieces to be like, why do you like this lame? Like I couldn't get past it mentally. It was like, do I not know who you are? Like it just broke my insides. I can't explain it. <laughs> Y'all don't, don't, don't disqualify the nerds. Nerds are in just like light skin sometimes. Like nerds are Man, Sometimes don't. you gotta go, go with what's safe. Oh. Here, here we go disrespecting the light the light skinned like, people. Don't don't hit on no I mean I, I can I can I can no vouch colorism. I can vouch for the nerds thing though, you know. I'm 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 a pretty big nerd. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah, my son when I told my son when he get to high school, he's gonna have all the girls because he is nerdy as they come. I'm just like, <laughs> Why is he wearing those turbans? Oh, Probably something he learned in one of his classes. Yeah, in one of his Howard classes. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sign of respect. This guy's the worst. Came out, came out on uh, TV looking like Haji from uh, Johnny Quest. <laughs> I mean, he he wears the hell out of them. He wears the hell out of them. I'm sure it's a nappy, 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 nappy mess under there, but whatever. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> um, woo. Side to side to side. So... Nick can anything else to wrap it up before we move on to COVID and then people who won't mask it up. <laughs> who refuse oh. to mask it up. We have Obama's birthday party where he hosted. Well, I think he was originally uh, planning to have what seven hundred people. Five, it was like five hundred people with like two hundred like uh, uh, servers and like. Originally, centers. they scaled it back apparently, and a bunch of people were uninvited. And so like two hundred and seventy-five. Yeah, it was still a huge party with lots of servers, like you said. And then I think the last time I checked, there was like seventy people on 
the island who ended up testing positive for COVID after the party, which was the highest that had ever been on the island since like the beginning of the pandemic. Um, so obviously his party had an impact on Martha's vineyard or wherever they were. Um, also, it was just such a slap in the face at this point in time while the country's going through everything that we're going through. It's just like, really? How can you be this out of touch? And usually it's like a bunch of celebrities, but the fact that it was yeah. the former sitting president, it's just so frustrating. Um, you know, most politicians are you know, do as I say, not as I do uh, type of person. You know, they think that their privilege allows them to do certain things um, that they tell us not to do. Um, so, yeah, whatever. They got, you know, they got what they deserve. Whoever got COVID, that's on you. But they brought it to that island too, so that's that's mm. frustrating. Like yeah, they spread right. it, they were spreading it, and also it was it. Like yeah. I said, it was I mean, so it was online. It was in your face. You want you want to talk you want to talk about a super spreader event, right? Right. I mean, you know, that's what I was gonna say. And of course, you're not gonna say that. You know, I mean, they didn't even say Lollapalooza um, with like four hundred thousand people, and I forgot how many how many people they say have linked. I, there's a number. I forgot what it was, but how many people have COVID cases linked to Lollapalooza? But they're saying that it wasn't a super spreader event, you know. Mm -hmm. But then, like, and, I, and you know, conveniently, I was actually in South Dakota um, uh, last weekend, uh, right? And you know, start the Sturgis out there. Mm -hmm. um, so all the motorcycle coming in and stuff. And I remember how much they were trying to demonize those people last year. And even going into this, I think there was a couple things out there that started the Sturgis rally and everyone's like hating because you know yeah, yeah chances are they're mostly trump supporters you know but th yeah but that's but that's a problem you know like you know yeah. I, and, and i have to say you know having having spent like the last like you know the week before out in like eight different states in like seven days you know i mean this is like outside of us living in these like big metropolitan areas that we do like people are very much spaced out like just just in general like you know regular folks like the majority of the people in this country are like nice and spaced out they know they're not living on top of each other like we are it was like some twilight zone stuff but in the opposite way right mm. seven days i went to, I went to eight states and the only time i ever felt like covid was a thing was when i got back home to chicago even when i went to like we, we took a pit stop in minneapolis you know and we stopped off at the mall of america because the wife had never been there um so we just did a quick stop there. And I'm thinking like, oh, deep blue Minnesota, right? Everyone's going to be all masked up, you know, masked up more than Chicago. Wrong, <laughs> wrong. Like nobody had their mask on when I was out there in Minnesota and in, in, in Minneapolis. It wasn't even like I was in the outskirts. What are their numbers? Or you don't know, like just, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was just really interesting, you know, because I, I, yeah. I went to all these places. I've been to Denver. I was in Steamboat yeah. Springs. I went to, you know, I, I, I was in a bunch of places. And like, yeah. even like liberalized Denver, you know, yeah. it wasn't like this, like everybody's walking around with masks on and being all scared to be around each other. It just wasn't that. It wasn't until I got back home. So are there hospitals crowded? Like I know in Chicago, they keep saying our hospitals are starting to get crowded. And so it's a reason. It, it, it straight up did not feel down. like COVID was a thing, dude. I, I cannot emphasize this enough. Well. It was like it was like I lit. It was like I had a vacation for from COVID for a week. It was amazing. No, well, I'm jealous because, like you said, in Chicago, <laughs> things are starting to shut back down because 
Hospitals are starting to fill back up. People aren't wearing masks. You got this variant out here. No one, no one I, I, I mean, I'd be in the grocery stores in Chicago, you know, like or any store, and they, everyone's with their mask, and I'd be, I'd be walking in without my mask. Like, I've done that a few times. Although I told Dave I wouldn't, so I'm gonna stop. But like, it's it's just like so much easier when you got your stupid phone and you don't have the stupid mask on, and you can unlock it, and I have to like. I'm just so like used to not having it on now. I'm just irritated to have to go back. Like I'm not, I'm not worried. It's, I'm, it's like, just not happening. But then you got these stupid parties, like Obama's party or or freaking Lollapalooza happening, and our politicians are telling us, "Oh yeah, you stay in the house. We'll do what we want to do." Well, it was go like ahead, that Jeff. big. It was like all them parties in the street when um, when Trump <laughs> allegedly lost the election. Um, you know, it was all them parties in the street in just Chicago, and then you had. And then, and then you had Peter Griffin, our governor, Peter Griffin, out there dancing in the street along with them, you know, Lori Lightfoot and stuff, saying, oh, well, sometimes people just have to party. Peter like, Griffin? I just heard what you said. I'm like, his name is Peter Griffin. I oh. caught that. <laughs> I caught that. <laughs> okay, sorry, Jeff, go ahead. Uh, you know, it's, you know, Obama's, you know, COVID spreader jammy jam happened. Um, and you know, it's, uh, uh, living here in California, which what's great is we would be the first state to close up with all the numbers spiking the way they are, but because the governor, his, he's going through his recall right now, uh, where we have to vote next month. He's not shutting uh, down nothing. He's like, no, nah, but put your mask on, but no, 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 no. Uh, we're not shutting down anything because yeah, if he shuts the state down again, he has no chance. They're, they're already trying. They're already trying to send out those mail-in ballots. Oh yeah, I got mine. The steel, the steel is in, man. They got like fifty fucking, uh, fifty uh, candidates on so, there. Being... So, give me that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna say this, and and you know, this might be me getting off topic a little bit, you know, <laughs> uh, but regard. Ha. But with regards to you know President Obama, you know he's over there having this big old party and everything. You know, all that the same weekend that, you know, we had an extremely violent weekend in Chicago, extremely violent weekend that same weekend. We had a 10 hour period where something like 45 or 50 people were shot, including uh, two Chicago police officers. Wow. You know, I, one thing that I that I guess, you know, and it's and I'm going to be honest, it's unfair to him what I'm about to say. It's unfair to him, you know, but like if that man came back to Chicago and decided to MLK it like. He can get some stuff done. People will listen to that man. He can come in here and you know if he said, if he if 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 he made a comment and you know challenged the people of our city to like do something, like I guarantee you that night, moms and grandmas would be on the street getting their kids off the street, right? Grabbing by their ear, grabbing them by their hair, getting them off the street. President Obama said to get off the fucking street. <laughs> I'm not. I'm dead serious, you know. And and it's just really disappointing. It's really disappointing that he chooses to be like an elitist instead. That's what he's choosing to do with his post-presidency. Like Chicago is in crisis. Like we really yeah. are. Yeah. And he has the power. He he absolutely has the power to change that. People will rally behind that man in this city. I mean, that guy is a god in this city. Mm-hmm. And he chooses to do nothing. He insists to go have a, a, a super spreader event in Martha's Vineyard. Relative to the population, of course. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's really yeah. disappointing. And it's a little off topic, but uh 
you don't get a break from being president. You, that's why you're president for. That's why you get that salary for life. Like you, you, you're, you're, you always, you're always doing something with it, Shayla. You know, and then he's and he's using and he, he's using that that he's using. It's been four years. It's been four years, and his guy's in office. This should be great for him. Yeah. Go ahead, Tito. Well, in his defense, he is working very hard. He's still running the country. He's just doing it by progress. <laughs> He's doing a terrible but, job, um, man, running the country. God, give it. But, um, <laughs> when you have an event like that, like like you like kind of what everyone's saying, right before they're talking about locking up and this fake Delta variant and all this other stuff, you have <clears throat> 700 people. They're not wearing masks. They say they had to be supposedly vaccinated before they got in, but all those people still got sick. They could not really say much because it would also show that the vaccines aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Because if they were, they should have no issues because it was mostly an outside event. So it would conflict with their the narrative that they're trying to use to lock down again, if they said anything. So you have all these elitists flying in on private jets. So now you have a global warming issue. They're, everything that they say, they went against in, in, in two days. And they couldn't say anything about it because it would point out all of their main talking points are like, yeah, how can you, how can you say that. anything about it? The only people who are going to say about it is Fox trying to get their conservative viewers back, but nobody else cares. They're not going to say anything about it. I mean, he's on video dancing, no mask. Erica Badu, everybody's just partying it up while they're saying, make sure you get vaccinated, while people are getting sick, while they're still saying, we need to lock back up, masks are safe, and all this other nonsense. Hey, you, you, I've you, yet to hear how they're testing for the Delta, Delta variant. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. They're doing it after the fact. What are you going to say to when I When but... I went and got this, they didn't, they didn't test me for Delta. They tested me for COVID last week. They didn't test me for Delta. But they didn't also, say, oh, which one would you like to be tested for? No, they just test me the same test I got last time. But ahead, to Amy. that point, their event was outside. So if you were outside, you don't have to wear a mask. Not when you're a biker. So, when you're a biker, they, they complain about, about the masks. He's talking about the that what was it what the Sturges Sturges and stuff yeah and that's, mostly, and that's mostly outside it's all outside right yeah, that's mostly outside you know but it's still a lot and, 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 and Sturges is old as hell I mean it, it it's like what since 1938 I think they've mm -hmm. been doing it you know so but, this is like a this is like a staple of American culture. They it wasn't like they were social distancing either. Like you said, no, in their video, dancing. they were yeah, they were dancing and very close together. And yes, they were outside, but it was just yeah, was what just I want to know is is in this in a in an event secured by say by uh by the, the secret service, how the hell did they get weed into that event? <laughs> no, no, I'm dead no, I'm dead serious. I'm not even joking. That's, Maybe that's, that's not even a joke because secret service is like hard, hard, hardcore about that stuff. They got dogs, is it legal everything wherever they were? What well, doesn't matter? It's a no, federal, it, it, when, when, when Secret Service when Secret Service is involved. Now it's a federal event. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I don't know. And it's not federal. <laughs> so how the hell? And, and they were talking about that, that there was you know people there smoking weed and everything. And it's fine. I don't care about that. But like that's a federal event. Like Secret Service should have been locking, literally locking people up. Yeah. Because that's that's their purview to do that. Like if that was anybody else, Secret Service would be locking them up. 
I don't know about that. I don't know what they do. The government is the government at the end of the day to me. So, but that's not okay. I didn't say it's okay. Why do people care about this party? That's not okay either. This is just a hot mess. This whole situation. That's how I feel. But it's just get it's it's get back. That's why people care about the party because we spent four years criticizing everything Trump did from what he ate to who he was around. So now it's like, haha, your turn. Um, because if the situation was reversed, you know, everybody talked about Trump not having a mask. Um, yeah, we, but 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 it would be on on messaging though. Or in a debate. It would be like Trump having a party with a bunch of people with masks on. And then yeah. that's a COVID shot too. That's so that's a different argument. But that's why we care. That's why people care. Anything that's a tip for tat thing, we're gonna go for I was, I was saying why don't people care? It seems sure. like no one really like people the only comments I saw about it from like other people were like, Oh, that looks fun. Or there were some articles where people went in on them because they were like, this is elitist and ridiculous. But on social media, for the most part, people were like resharing the videos. Like, look at Obama dancing at his 60th mm-hmm. birthday. There was good. no hate going on that I saw. So, do you remember, did anybody see that episode of the Boondocks years ago? Um, when they did, when Obama was running for president? So, you have to Google it. It, it was really old. It was when Obama was running. So the if anybody ever seen the Boondocks, it's like uh, Huey was probably like eleven. So this was his his life, life in his view. So he was the episode was sat satire because it was like you couldn't say nothing bad about Obama. He, somebody asked him how he felt. He's like, eh, and they're like, eh, Negro, what you mean? And You're breaking up a little bit. He's like, yeah. And then like a big fight. Oh crap! Is that better? Or I'm still breaking up? I can hear you, but there's like a delay in your talking. I think we, I think we might have lost her. But to her How point, you can't say anything you bad about it to this oh. day. You can't say anything bad about Obama. You said to this day. No. I mean, you can, but it's fall on deaf ears, and so why? (laughs) Why the double? Because you're a hater and a racist if you speak bad about the first black president. I mean, you know, you should be able to have an opinion on, you know, anybody who is a public official or a leader of this country, no matter who you voted for, no matter which way you vote. um, If they do good, you should have an opinion on that. And if they do bad, you should be able to have an opinion on it. You live here. If they, if you don't want them to have an opinion on it, then don't have these uh, positions, uh, you know, or put people in the position that actually do something for the country. <laughs> don't live in America. Because that's the whole and, thing. And that too. To a, Get out. A point of view. Yeah. Ahead, Tito. I think a reason why you didn't see much criticism is shadow banning is real. Shadow banning? Yes. So I think you weren't exposed to these things, uh, so you wouldn't be outraged. When 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 stuff like this happens, I saw it all up and down my timeline. So it also depends on who you follow and, and how often you're on social media. But they block stories. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is not a theory. I know for a fact 
they blocked stories. So I've had posts taken down because they said it was misinformation, even if it wasn't even within the realm of context to what they claim was misinformation. So you may not have been seeing it. It, it was out there, but you 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 had it filtered for you. Mm. And that should be infuriating in and of itself, because I can tell you right now, I saw it all up and down my timeline. Yeah. But if you didn't see it, something's wrong. And we already know that social media does it. Even Google does it. You probably can't even Google a lot of this stuff. Right. It's totally censored. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And it's, it's just frustrating because we've talked about how everybody was so, you know, it was like hyper aware during the Trump presidency to the point where you were so exhausted by the media that as soon as, you know, the other side starts to do things that are questionable, you don't even have the brain power to think about it. So that's the state we're at right now. People need they to don't have the backbone. They don't have the backbone and the bravery to own up to who they voted mm -hmm. for. I stand by that. They're cowards. They're cowards. That's not a bad. I mean, yeah. people people who are who voted for Biden and are and are silent about what's going on right now, right oh, now. Jesus. Like, oh. if, if you're if you voted for Biden, I'm sorry, but like you 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 should take some ownership of that. You should you should take some responsibility for your vote there, because uh, all of a sudden no one has anything to say, including our government, and it's 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 embarrassing. They want to talk about Trump being embarrassing. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is embarrassing. What Kamala at least, said at least, about, at least Trump was there in their in their face. Mm -hmm. What Kamala said about Afghanistan is embarrassing. Like I heard that she said something about they not they're not going to blame this on me. Yeah, that's the rumors in the White House this. is that because they were going to instead of Biden addressing the nation, they were trying to convince her to come out and address some of this stuff, and she was like, "Hell no, you're not going to pin this shit on me." You and I believe that, and I've been saying that how anytime they need to criticize this administration. <laughs> They don't criticize Biden. Nope. But they're very anxious to criticize the office of the vice president for some reason. I've never seen this before. Yep. <laughs> you have people jumping off of airplanes or, or falling, falling off, off of airplanes. Did you see that falling video? Off of the airplane. The airplane no, I can't watch that. But so, I believe so, you. So the people planes take off, they're off, holding they on. on. Trying to get away. And if this were Trump's administration, oh my gosh. He's yeah. a murderer. Scandal. I can't believe he's running people over. Three or four people died falling off of that airplane. Oh my gosh! Yeah, from like two hundred feet in the air, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. While it's going, it was like I read, I read about what was happening. I just couldn't watch. It's insane. That is, you know, like you know, all of our intelligence agencies it. got this completely wrong. I mean, they were saying it would take them sixty to ninety days before they even had the capabilities to get into Kabul. Right. And it was like. Hours. Yeah, it was you know it was so ridiculous. They they got this so wrong, and we're supposed to trust these intelligence agencies. Jeff, you were gonna say something. Yeah, so I had my thoughts on this whole thing before I talked to my brother, um, who spent um, two tours in Afghanistan as a chemical engineer for the United States Army, um, and uh, the way he puts the because I was I called him today and I was. I was venting about how stuff is going down. He's like, yeah, he's like, it's not a good look the way everything is happening. He said, but us pulling our troops out, he's like, that has to happen. And he said, the reason why it has to happen is because we were there to train them and they didn't show up to training. He's like, I had training session after training session after training session and they didn't care to come. He's like, we should have been gone years ago, not now. Uh, because it's their fault that they didn't um, 
that we gave them the resource to train their their army and the government said no we're good and it wasn't like they didn't have the money to um to build the army and get the army trained we were there to do it and they decided not to train um he's like so he's like as far as us pulling the troops out he's like we gotta go because they didn't care and I, I don't think anyone would I don't think anyone would argue that we that we yeah. needed to we we needed to get out of there. I mean, even mm-hmm. like you know during Trump's time, we were all in on that. Like, yeah. Hell yeah! Well, mm-hmm. what are we still doing there? But there's a way. There's a there's a better way to do it. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I agree there's with a better that. way to do that. There was a you know what I mean? Like yeah, better I mean, intelligence I, maybe. I mean, it's yeah. something, yo. But all I know is, is like, man, like. It's going right back to kite runner days. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you guys ever read that book. He said that he told me that it, it he wouldn't be surprised if the military stood down and let well, it happen because they didn't because they didn't show that they cared to train. Some um, of the he said he wouldn't be surprised the if they were, that they were that's yeah. what they were saying. Some of the yeah, reports yeah. that that's what they were saying. They were and and and, and the Taliban used WhatsApp to like mm-hmm. coordinate all this and like They've wow. essentially said they, they they've used WhatsApp to set up essentially like hear me out hear me out. I was reading an article that these that, that the Taliban went and is and is using WhatsApp to set up like like a nine one one type of services like already like overnight like these people have wow. already like they they don't had this planned out completely. Not only is it because it's not almost, it's not a matter of just taking power, but they're taking power and then like consolidating it instilling themselves and you know they're, they're going right back to being like oh we're here to support the people type of type of crap again you and know we, we paid for everything there yep. so, yeah and when we took we all of those stuff. weapons six billion dollars so part of the drawdown should have been taking all that stuff mm-hmm. early yep. on it should be a yep. gradual process well, that was Take all the, that was all the weapons that the afghan army was supposed to use to defend yep. against them and they just laid it all down and just they literally just surrendered whole units and governors to to the taliban and the president left whatever that and then and then and then so it's a disaster that's so and then biden disappears to camp david for five days kamala harris doesn't want to talk about anything but haiti and and covid mass and then the press secretary because fox reached out to her via email gets an auto reply that she's out of office for the next five days how convenient yeah Um, then he does a press conference reads it and doesn't take any questions and walks off. Like, this is embarrassing. This is our this government's got to do better. This is complete embarrassment of our country. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. So I know we're, we got off topic with Obama's birthday, <laughs> and then we're talking about the government and, <laughs> and you know, embarrassments. So the last thing that we had on our topic to talk about, which we don't have to, I know we've been talking for a while now was the mandatory vaccinations. It kind of goes with the Obama party and COVID and, you know, how do you guys feel about the mandatory vaccinations that are starting to roll out from different companies? And also the FDA is going to, well, is expected to approve the vaccine soon. So once that happens, a lot more companies are expected to mandate the vaccine, just like any other vaccine. Um, so what are you guys feelings on that? Well, the FDA is getting pressure from the government to approve the vaccine. It's not like they're like, yeah, you know, okay, it's it's good. We're going to do it. They're getting um, pressure from the the powers that be to approve the vaccine so people may feel more comfortable. As far as uh, telling somebody that they have to get a vaccine, um, 
either to keep their job or whatever. I think it's just dumb. I was like, I thought we lived in a country where we got to decide, you know, for ourselves what we were going to do. Um, the flu vaccine wasn't mandatory, um, you know, and more people still have died from the flu than they have from COVID. Um, but you shouldn't, I don't think it's, it's right. Churches are now telling people you can't come to church unless you show us proof of vaccinations. That's ridiculous. Um, jobs, uh, hospitals, and I, you know, in some ways I understand healthcare, um, in, in a way because you're around sick people all day. Um, uh, but still I feel in that there's, you know, just telling people you have to work here, you have to be vaccinated. I got a problem with that. Tito. And those healthcare workers is a very interesting one because they work through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. They survived. Mm -hmm. They're fine. If they don't want to get vaccinated, why now do they have to get vaccinated? They right. literally just went a year and a half of working with sick people nonstop. And all of a sudden they're losing their job because they won't get this vaccine. And if, if I thought the government was out of touch, but if they really think the FDA is going to convince more black people to take a, to take a shot, they're insane. Like that, that's more, that's worse than being no, they can use naive. that. They can use that TikTok video that trying to persuade. Oh my uh, gosh! Oh my gosh! That was such a disaster. <laughs> Talk about a disaster. How many black people even know who that was? I, it's right. all, it's all. Well, they, we have the back. We have the vax that ass up video. That was right. Gross, that so. was nice. so. Who that was the other one for? Young people, probably for young guy. people. I don't know. Um, we're talking about the White House intern TikTok video. Oh. If you guys haven't seen it, Google it. I think that thing's embarrassing. I don't know what's more embarrassing, that video or Afghanistan. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> it's 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 pretty high up there. But <laughs> well, for the mandatory vaccinations, if it's FDA approved, and I'm hoping that the FDA is not rushing to approve this vaccine. I mean, I know when the vaccine was approved for emergency use, they had said that there was nothing in the vaccine that wasn't in other vaccines. So like, why not get it? And if it's, you know, now been a year of being used and they have more data on it and the FDA is able to approve it to me, I, I'm i okay with that. To your point, though, Jeff, the flu vaccine wasn't mandatory. And I still don't know how I feel about COVID as far as like, is it like a flu? Is it like something else that we're typically getting vaccinated for? I can't decide because I've heard really bad stories of people with COVID and I've heard people who've had it and, and didn't even know that they had it. So it's just such a big range of, you know, symptoms that you can get if you're exposed. I just don't know how I feel about it. But I also understand people's point of view where they say, if I'm vaccinated, you're not. Why do you care if I'm not? Because you should be protected from it. So what's the problem? And I feel like we just don't have enough data yet to prove that people are vaccinated, aren't spreading it, aren't spreading the variant. And so it's just making people hesitant. Go ahead, Tito. It's almost, but you know that people have, you know, have apprehension to any vaccines like people blame the vaccines that you had to get for your children on autism and, right. and things of that nature and uh you know so people and not just black people are apprehensive of somebody sticking a needle of a substance in their in their body i mean i've had covid my son had covid between the two of us we had a really bad case but separately we were okay he had the cough and the shortness of breath and i had everything else um so so you know we we made it through um you know yes i'm vaccinated only because my wife is a cancer survivor um and uh you know my son is vaccinated because my wife is a cancer survivor so 
you know, just for her reasons, we were like, you know what, we'll go out and do it. But everybody doesn't, everybody doesn't look at things the way I look at things. And I can't expect people to look at things the way I look at things. And um, I don't have to understand why they don't want to get vaccinated, but it's their choice. It's their choice to do it or not to do it. And um, I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, be the person to tell somebody that, you you know what, your choice is being taken away from you for our for my good and everybody else's good. Um, when I don't even when people that have gotten a vaccine are in the hospital now because they got the Delta variant. So, you know, yeah, go ahead and get the vaccine. They don't, it's not going to keep you from getting it, but we hope you'll be all right. That's that's what it is. And I think that's the problem with it being so new is like you said, there are instances of people who were vaccinated who passed away. So mm -hmm. what are we even doing here? And like I said, I feel like there's just not enough data to prove that vaccinated people aren't spreading it or to prove that vaccinated people can't get it. So people aren't freaking out and just saying, if you're not vaccinated, don't come near me instead of. Well, I'm probably I'm vaccinated, so I'm probably okay. I'm like 99.9% okay. <laughs> Just because you hear of the one story in one state, 49 states away, where a vaccinated person died. It's just, it's that phobia. But, but it's of the worse newness. than that because they say you should wear a mask. Then they say you don't have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated. And they say you do have to wear a mask even if you're vaccinated. Because we so don't know. <laughs> all that does is tell people then there's no point in getting vaccinated. Because they're also saying you can still spread it, you can still catch it. Yep. What are but the benefits of getting it if you keep telling me I even though I got it, I still have to wear a mask, I still have to social distance, I still have to yeah. use the hand sanitizer, I, mean, I still have to do all this stuff. There's no benefit to people just saying, okay, then I won't get it. You more than likely won't die if you get vaccinated. <laughs> no, I mean, they, they do. They do know that it. over ninety percent of the folks who were hospitalized with the with uh, COVID, what you made a good point. You know, we don't know if it's Delta There's or no not. Delta. With know. with COVID, are unvaccinated. So they said so, it's like ninety some percent of folks who have been hospitalized recently are unvaccinated. Yeah, and I just you create the hesitancy, and then you division because people yeah. are hesitant mm -hmm. and that yeah, doesn't make sense to me it still doesn't compute i'm trying to understand why they're so adamant it does it just doesn't make any sense as far that, as like that's a, it it's probably that, because there's a chip in it and we're all no, they're gonna they're minority they, record they us. Right, here we go the chips here the chips <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna minority <laughs> report us and we're gonna all agree to it like idiots and then think it's cool. No, it's yeah, about power know. and going into the next election in 2022. With the pandemic, with how they dealt with it? How do you, how do they win this last election? With the pandemic and how they dealt with it. They We're literally used it to win Trump. an election. Yep. Win an election. They're going to do yeah, it yeah. now. They're going to say they don't care about you. So uh, are you saying they're, they're trying to keep us in our houses so that they could do mail-in ballots again? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I'm so glad I'm an independent because I love both <laughs> sides. I do. Y'all be cracking me up with <laughs> oh, this is not okay. I, love it. I, I mean it, it's not insane. It's it's a perfectly logical uh it's, it's not logical. It is they literally just did it. They I mean, fact throughout the election fraud, they still went and mailed out like 
millions upon millions upon millions of ballots, unsolicited ballots, that 100% happens. I know. I mean, I've read about it, but it's not in the news, so you can't find uh, it. You ain't gonna, they're not going to put that in the news. That's one thing I can't tell you. The other things that aren't showing up in the news related to COVID are how folks are slowly redoing their numbers for how many deaths actually were related yep. to COVID last year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this: COVID is essentially over for me. I, I mean, it's 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 been over. I'm not going back. It's, it's been over one, since the one trip to week. Minnesota. It's been it's <laughs> been over since the second second week after I got that second dose. Once I hit once I hit day fourteen, COVID was over. I have been living my life like regular i look i look at everybody else around me like you're in the fucking twilight zone like <laughs> like i'd be like i'm tired i'd be walking around like just looking at people like i'm convinced i'm convinced that people that want to stay masked up it's because they have body image issues and they're, and, and they're comfortable with their mask yeah, i can't i can't <laughs> hide this. I, I can't i can't hide this anymore it's just, no, no. <laughs> you're so stupid <laughs> Harry, you uh, like he just gave you a headache instantly. <laughs> I can't keep hiding this for the world. We've been free since last July here, so yeah. I can't wait till next month when I come visit. I, I'm like, I can't wait to see free of the birds in Texas. Yeah, man. But probably is can I say one thing about the about the 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 Delta variant? Why are they only talking about cases and not deaths? You notice that it doesn't make any sense to me. If people aren't dying, why are we talking about how terrible this new variant is? And again, when I went and got tested, they did not test for either variant. They're finding that out after the fact. Um, but we're only talking about cases. Nobody's talking about deaths because the deaths. Well, are if, you, if you let's 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 look at this. Let's look at this. Deaths uh, are in the hundreds. Let's look at this. In the thousands. Let's look at this scientifically, right? Look at this scientifically. So, 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 if if you if you have if you have a um, uh, if you have a strain of the virus that's particularly bad and puts you in the hospital, you're going to stay away from people. If you have a more mild strain that you know it makes you asymptomatic, you're going to be around more people, more likely for that to spread. Mm -hmm. So, the Delta variant, from my understanding, is much more in infectious, more, much more contagious, but, but it's mild. but it's more mild. It's more mild, and 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 that makes sense if you look at it in terms of evolution and natural selection. If you're not showing symptoms, you're more likely to be around people mm -hmm. and spread it. Versus That's like the versus dying. the scare versus the scarier ones mm -hmm. that like incapacitate you, and then you're isolating yourself. They shut yeah. down New York. It, make, it makes sense from a scientific standpoint, Shante. You know, when you're talking about millions upon millions upon millions of replication, you're going to get mutations. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and and you know and 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 that thing's a living thing so it's only going to want us it's going to want to it's going to want to pass on the traits that are allowing it to to, to procreate and replicate itself mm -hmm. because yeah. it's a living thing there was a, a guy there's a guy that um a cup not this past sunday but uh last sunday guy at my church uh juan comes into the kitchen he's moving so he's trying to see after service who can help him move and he goes into the kitchen he goes into the donut box and gets donuts, and gets some fruit and everything. Juan calls me uh, last week. He's like, man, I, uh, I'm sorry. I just got diagnosed with the with the coronavirus, me and my wife. Uh, and he called everybody there. Some people were like, ah, crap. Like the people who like I had it, you know, and my my crew, we were like, Juan, you're OK. 
you know, it's okay. But if you get it, if we get it, we get it. It's all right. I don't want you to feel bad because you were out living life. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you got, um, you got sick. It's okay. I'll be okay. Don't worry about it. You know, he called me today. Yeah, that's definitely what's happening. And then we saw, I saw a video where somebody posted, um, where they were saying, if you're out living your life, that's fine. If you're not vaccinated, that's fine. But when, if you get COVID and you need to be hospitalized, don't come to the hospital because the hospitals are starting to be overrun and people who actually need to be there are starting to get kicked out again. So I'm looking at it right now. The New York Times just just um, reported uh, average over a seven-day span is five deaths. That's nothing. In New York? No, no, no. This is, this is, it says United States. It's New York Times, so I'm assuming it's, it's New York. Five deaths? Yes, that's it. You're lying. But but there's it. tens of thousands of cases, so they're scaring um, us with cases, not with actual. Got it. That's what you were saying. People before. dying. Well, they're making the vaccinations mandatory, and I feel like that's what we were talking about. Sounds like I am of the like opinion that you know the vaccinations seem safe. If the FDA approves it, I don't see why people wouldn't be okay with it just like any other vaccine if that's not but i also weigh them i also could see it being treated more like a flu because it isn't like a disease that you're trying to like make sure your kids don't get because it has like a 90 whatever it is 90 percent survival rate so um yeah i kind of see it both ways but at the same time it doesn't surprise me that there's mandatory uh vaccinations happening from companies because I feel like people are scared. So it's like, how do you make people feel safe? Make sure they're vaccinated. But now they're pissing people off too. So what else? So that same day when it was five deaths, the um, one day. cases positives were 116,000. That's what they're using to scare people. But even if you look at those positives versus the deaths, that's a statistical yes. zero. That's nothing. Right. Well, anything to wrap it up with our conversation well, was, for the evening? I was going to say this. Did you guys hear or read about the uh, the stabbing down in Los Angeles for the anti-vax and the uh, the, the pro-vax people? That was, oh. yeah. So over the weekend, I think it was on Saturday, <laughs> down at Los Angeles City Hall, they had a protest. And the, the protests were the anti-vax vaccination people were protesting. Well, the pro-vax people came. And a huge fight broke out. Somebody got, uh, a few people got stabbed. A lot of people wow. got injured over because of the the uh, the scare tactics that the media is doing and that the government is doing. You know, if you just let people live their life, just let people live their life. Um, and if they come to the, the decision to take the vaccine, great. If they don't come to it, they'll have to deal with that consequence if there is a consequence. But I'm not gonna worry about it, and I'm definitely not going somewhere to get stabbed. Stabbing. I bet you more people died in that stabbing than died that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being yeah. dead serious. I bet you. In LA, I bet nah, you. the person, the person didn't die. die. The person didn't die. I just looked it up. <laughs> I just looked it up. The person didn't die, and they didn't. They didn't say whether he was a, a vax, a, a vax. Yeah, they didn't say what he was. Yeah. Well, if they didn't say what he was, then we know what he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Final thoughts, guys. 
Unemployment, eviction, Nick Cannon. Biden sucks. Nick Pay Cannon. your bills. Nick Cannon is only talented at one thing, creating babies. And if you want the vaccine, get it. If you don't, whatever. Biden, Biden is the worst president since, I don't know. Uh, oh, man. Wow. Or Jimmy Carter. Probably wow. say before, maybe Ford. Ford Ford was 75, right? Ford was Saigon. Yes, Vietnam. Yeah. So worst yep. president since uh Gerald Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford. Wow. Yeah. Just on that one action alone. It's that it's that it's that major. I would say he's the worst president ever based on the fact that he can't speak a full sentence without me. <laughs> And the fact that we're laughing because we know that is messed up. And even, I, I don't, you can be the most <laughs> avid Biden Biden supporter. When you're watching him on a teleprompter, you're like, oh, this is bad. Nobody, <laughs> nobody believes he's smart. Nobody Look. believes he's still coherent. And by the way, there's another laptop of, of, of his racist son that's out there. Oh, that's crazy, man. That video, that Full video videos. With, yep. That video with him um telling that uh that that that, that the prosecutor. Man, how is that not? That's the dude. That should be a scandal, yo. If it was Don Jr. Since he said Russians stole it. Yeah, he said Russians stole that one too. Russians stole my. That's the fourth laptop. Three laptops stole stolen by by the Russians. And why? Why can he validate the things on it? And why is he on it? I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. I don't. I don't understand how nobody wants to talk about this stuff. It's it's crazy. He was but selling women, buying women. Not a story. Not important. <laughs> but if it was if it, if it was Republican, it'd be a uh, story. He knows. That's how bad of a president he is. Hunter is the smartest person he knows. Wow. <laughs> America. I love old Joe. Soon, soon as Joe walks up to a podium and removes his mask, I'm like, oh crap. Why is he wearing what a mask? Hell? He's vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense. That's their agenda. Why get vaccinated? Everything they do is a contradiction. It's like, wait a minute. Didn't they say? Thanks for joining, everyone. Thank you to the panelists for (laughs) joining as well. Everyone have a good night. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.